2: Welcome, everybody, to another episode of Shine in the Dark. I am your host, John Evil. here. Let's get right down to it, starting with Monday's AEW Dark Elevation. This is from the New Jersey uh, Atlantic City show that's from this past week. We start with Dante Martin defeated Kevin Matthews with the Nosedive. Thunder Rosa defeated Riley Shepard with her version of a Power Slam. Uh, is Shepard's debut, and she's been wrestling in Ring of Honor, Beyond Wrestling, as well as Shine. Zach Clayton gets his first victory here, defeating Serpentico. Uh, Zach Clayton, if you guys don't remember, is the boyfriend of WoW from Jersey Shore. So WoW, along with the situation, we're sitting ringside for this match. Uh, Luther even tries to get on their face at one point. But Zach Clayton gets the win here after a Fisherman's Buster. Powerhouse Hobbs defeated Matt Ma Seidel. Uh, before the match, we have like, this video from Hobbs. Very, you know, like, babyface-like promo. Talking about his upbringing. Uh, working on the song that they made with Righteous Reg. Uh, he says that he's known Reg- Righteous Reg for a while here. Really nice promo here, and I can definitely see Hobbs being a big baby face once the time comes. Hobbs wins here after hitting a torture rack. Uh, Ricky Starks tries to get involved here, but Lee Moriarty stops him as Hobbs gets to win over Seidel. The men of the year defeated the team of Jaden Vallo and Steve Pena. Uh, Ethan Page gets to pin on Vallow after the Eagles' edge. Pena in his debut looked pretty impressive, even though he was only there for a short amount of time. A local guy here from the Bronx who I've seen wrestle and evolve before. Pretty big guy as well. The acclaimed 2.0 and Daniel Garcia defeated Dark Orders, Evil Uno, Stu Grayson, John Silver, Alex Reynolds, and Alan Five Angels. Maskcasters Freestyle mentions Joe Rogan. Uh, something about not being able to lose during Black History Month. And of course, he brings up the Forbidden Door. Anthony Bowens gets the pen on Angels with a rolling DDT off the ropes. And the last match here was Ruby Soho, Ty Conti, and Anna jay defeated Nyla Rose, the Bunny, and Emmy Sakura. Ruby gets the pen on Bunny after the no future kick as Ty Conti takes out Rose on the outside with a top rope moonsault. We had a special Thursday episode of AEW Dark, which is basically just four uned matches from the January 21st tapings. Uh, We had Aaron Solo defeated Sunny Sunny Kiss. Solo wins with a pedigree after some help from the outside by QT Marshall abaddon defeated gia scott scott making her debut here she's been seen a lot in ring of honor but abaddon wins quickly and easily with the cemetery drive we get a video from lee johnson where he talks about the making of his song and how he wanted it to sound like a mixture of eminem and machine gun kelly and he got his nickname shoddy from his uncle who used to call himself shotgun and we go into his match as powerhouse hobbs defeats lee johnson johnson gave it to hobbs here and even kicked out of hobbs's big spine buster and escapes out of the torture rack but hobbs finally puts on the torture rack as johnson submits and the main event, Dante Martin, Matt Seidel, and Lee Moriarty defeated the Blade and private party of A.H.F.O. who come out with Bat Hardy and Jose the Assistant. Fun fast match here with everybody getting their moves in, but Dante Martin pins Blade after the nosedive. Tuesday's regular AEW Dark had Alex Reynolds and John Silver defeated Aria Divari and Evictus Cash, with Reynolds pinning Cash after a German suplex by Silver. QT Marshall defeated Pat Brink after a diamond cutter and some help from the factory on the outside. Matt Caster defeated Cameron Stewart easily with the mic drop. Tony Nese defeated carly bravo with a belly-to-belly pile driver emmy sakura defeated helica risk 2.0 defeated the metro boys easily by pitting chris metro after two for the show uh jc and chris metro are old up next favorites here mt nakazawa defeated joey sweets uh this is nakazawa's first match as he teamed up with kenny omega to take on moxley and kingston back at blood and guts in april of 2021 uh this match was Really bad. I'm not sure if it was intentionally supposed to be bad, but Taz and Scalibur just pretty much crapped on it the entire time as Nakazawa wins with a tombstone. He's still doing the old, like, MT gimmick with the, you know, laptop and the wearing the AEW polo and all that. We have a backstage promo from Jorah Joel where he states that 2021 taught him a lot, and now the Jorah you will see won't just be Jorah, it will be Jorah's force. Okay. Frankie Kazarian defeated Luke Samson very quickly with the chicken wing. Jorah Joel who we just talked about, gets a win here, defeated Axel Rico with a jumping kick. Alan Angels and Ten defeated Chaos Project, the longest match of the show, a little over eight minutes, with Ten making Serpentico submit to the full Nelson. And Anthony Bowens defeated Fuego doso in the main event. Max Caster comes out again, so we get another freestyle. This time, he even mentions uh, how Fuego can't win without Fuego 2. Too soon, man. Too soon. I think we can break the news here. Fuego 2 was Cody Rhodes, so maybe we won't see Fuego 2 ever again. Or maybe we will, you never know. A little note here, former NXT referee Stephen Smith was actually the official for this match. And Bowens wins again with his rolling rolling DDT off the ropes. NXT UK has a male defeated Nina Samuels with the Hulkbreaker. A-Kid still trying to educate Saxon Huxley, Huxley, and it fails only to show Huxley is learning when A-Kid isn't looking around. We also see this masked person steal the Heritage Cup from Norandar. And they said that they're still waiting word on the extent of Blair Davenport's injury after last week's match with Mako Setamora. Ashton Smith and Oliver Carter have a run-in with bustache Mountain backstage, and they announce that the tag team title match will happen in two weeks. We go to Supernova Sessions, but we see that it's been taken over by Gallus, and it becomes Gallus' boys on top as they invite Jordan Gavlin as their guest. He's not too happy to be there as this is a Supernova Sessions, and they start insulting each other until Noam Dar and Shaw Samuel show up. They all six these guys argue back and forth until Noam Dar takes his Heritage Cup back and leaves. We go backstage where Jack Stars is looking at Dave Asses his vest and says that he wants just one just like it, and he gets upset at them losing the tournament finals. We get a Kenny Williams video where he's pretty much calling out Sam Gradwell. A kid defeated Saxon Huxley by flipping off the ropes into a DDT, and after the match, they both shake hands. We go backstage where Gallus, um, they're separated, and then we see Jordan Devlin kind of attack Wolfgang from behind with a chair. Uh, and as D Familia make their way to the ring, they had a face to face with A kid. Nathan Fraser defeated Teoman in a real competitive 13-minute match, in which d kept getting involved, but Nathan Fraser gets to win after a course crew 450 splash. Impact Wrestling. We have before the Impact, Lady Frost defeated Alicia Edwards with her temperature drop top rope moonsault, and after the match, Joe Shaw came out to the ring to take the spotlight off of Lady Frost. I'm sure we'll be seeing that match soon. Josh Alexander comes out and says that he's proud to be here to stand with Impact and to fight against Honor No More and no surrender, no surrender, but he has his eyes on Moose versus Morrissey as he will be fighting for that Impact world title. Whoever comes out as champion will be waiting on the other side for them, and he gets interrupted by an old familiar face here, uh, Big Con, who you might remember as Connor from The Ascension, haven't seen him in a long time, uh, he randomly shows up here. And he loses in a couple seconds as uh, Josh Alexander puts on the ankle lock while wearing his street clothes and makes him submit in under a minute. And then he wouldn't let go of the match, and he starts attacking the officials. And then Scott Demore gets in the ring, and he gets pushed down. Damore gets in the mic and speaks about how he met Josh. He was even at his wedding. He gave him a three-year contract. Uh, he says that he's an Impact star. And then Alexander tells Damore to cut the corporate BS crap and says that he will be the world champion of this company for his family and his fans who supported him. Uh, scott demore tells him to wait and at the process alexander says he's done with waiting for this process and if he doesn't get it alexander will become the hottest free agent in pro wrestling again demore tells alexander that he's off the no surrender card and he's sending alexander home alexander says that this is his home and they'll have to drag him out of this ring but scott demore doubles down and just tells him to go home so backstage steve macklin asks scott demore if he takes alexander's spot at no surrender and demore says that he will let the impact teammates decide on who will replace alexander Diana Purrazzo has an open challenge for her Ring of Honor Women's title, and it's accepted by Santana Garrett. Uh, Santana Garrett's first match in Impact since 2017, and Deanna wins easily uh, with the armbar into a pin. Scott DeBoer is backstage with No Surrender's team, Impact, and says that if it can't be Alexander, it should be Jonathan Gresham. So Scott tells him to go talk to Gresham about it. Chelsea Greens defeats Mickey James by disqualification in a non-title match. Tasha Stills is on commentary, and when Chelsea ends up using Tasha's move, Tasha gets upset, throws a trash can in the ring, and Savannah Evans attacks Chelsea, causing disqualification. Raj Singh tries to get a word with Boopinder Gujar backstage, but he just walks away from him again, so that's his gimmick here. The Inspiration are backstage, asking Caleb Boudiccaire to take pictures of them with their new phone. Uh, that they got him, only for Madison Rain to ask him what is he doing, and Ca- Caleb states that the inspiration was seducing him, and they were Jezebels. So Madison yells at him and tells him that he doesn't work for them. We have a promo with the Bullet Club, who come out. Uh, they cut a promo on the Good Brothers and mentioned how they went and recruited Violent by Design. So Violent by Design come out and said that this is what a real family looks like, it's not just a bunch of wannabes like the Bullet Club. Jay White calls Violent by Design a wannabe Bullet Club and says that at no surrender, he will go one-on-one with Eric Young. They just fighting now, and as the Good Brothers come out, uh, the good brothers come out and they ask, you know, that the Bullet Club should thank them for all the money, houses, and cars that they now have. And then Tomatanga thanks the Good Brothers for leaving New Japan Pro Wrestling and makes fun of their failed WWE recreations such as the Club, Bulletproof, and the OC, even calls it Orange County, and says that nobody remembers them. The good Gu- the good brothers said that they've been everywhere, and Tomatanga responds back by saying, Yeah, you've been everywhere, because you guys have been fired from everywhere. And after the Gorillas of Destiny take the tag team titles, they will officially fire the Good Brothers from the Bullet Club. And we quickly see that Jonathan Gresham has actually been laid out backstage mystery continues matt cardona cuts a promo backstage where he says that he made the internet relevant and if it wasn't for him wrestlers would would not be doing these blog videos uh they wouldn't be making videos of them playing video games and they wouldn't be such shows as being the elite so he tells jordan grace to be ready for her rematch matt taven and mike bennett defeated rich swan and rhino this is taven's impact debut here as well as mike bennett's first match since 2017 maria caneles was on commentary at one point throws powder into the face of rhino and taven hits him with the climax for the win uh carrie silken who was ringside and Taven and Bennett get into his face until steve macklin comes out and helps take out honor no more so backstage macklin as team impact after this if he can join them they are a little bit hesitant but ian Riccaboni, who was there said that they should trust macklin as he'd known him for a long time and they agreed to have him join their team and no surrender and the main event here was a No qualification match as w morrissey defeats brian myers morrissey takes out vsk and ziki dice uh, by putting them through tables and then morrissey gets to win after a couple power bombs into thumbtacks but gets attacked by Moose after. On NWA USA, Colby Carino defeated Kerry Morton after some interference from the Fixers. And at the Crockett Cup on March 20th, it will be uh, Colby Carino, Austin Aries, Homicide, and Darius Lockhart in a fatal four finals for the junior heavyweight title. And Natalia Markova defeated Kenzie Page with the beautiful distraction. Uh, Tim Storm and Camille come out to make sure that the match stays clean. At the end, Markova and Camille get into a scuffle. But Markova grabs a chair that Tim Storm took from her. And then Raven and May Valentine both come out as well. A little bit of a mess here, but Markova gets the win. And on the regular NWA power, we had the British invasion of Nick Aldis and Doug Williams defeated Fable, Jake, and Jaden Roller with Nick Aldis pinning Roller after the flying elbow drop. Tootie Lynn defeats Marty Bell in a little bit of an upset here with a roll-up. Uh, backstage, Austin Idol says that he'll be helping out Scion for now on, but Scion says that his father was a world champion, and he doesn't need Austin Idol's help. Genocide and Natalia Markova ended in a double count-out after Genocide powerbombs Markova onto the apron. Melina defeated Christy James with a finish um, that I can only describe as something you have to see. Uh, I don't know what was going on. Melina was trying some sort of submission here, uh, some sort of mood lock and then she just kind of gives up and just rolls up uh, Christy James here. Yeah, not really pretty looking at all. Matt Cardona defeated Victor Benjamin with the radio silence, so this was taped before the uh, Power Trip tapings that they had recently, where Matt Cardona is the new NWA World Heavyweight Champion, so it wasn't reflected on this show, uh, but it should be noted that he is the new champion, so hopefully we'll be seeing that pretty soon. And the main event here was the finals of the Team War as Strictly Business and El Rudo defeated The End in Rodney Mack. Uh, and because of this, they win $30,000. So the, the way this match goes is two people in the ring. Once somebody gets pinned, they get eliminated. So El Rudo eliminates Rodney Mack. Perro eliminates Rudo. Tom Latimer eliminated Perro. And then Chris Adonis gets involved by putting Odinson in the Master Lock only to get ejected out of the match. So it comes down to Thomas Latimer and Odinson. And the match ends with uh, Latimer hitting the pile driver on Odinson for the win. 205 Live. Port went out for 205 Live. This is the final episode here, uh, as it is getting rebranded now to WWE NXT Level Up, which will debut uh, this coming Friday. But this is the final 205 Live we didn't know it at the time, but now we do know it. So this actually ends with uh, Trick Williams defeated Aki Manjira with a spinning neckbreaker for his first singles victory. Lash Legend defeated Erika Yon by submission with the modified team backbreaker. And Joe Gacy defeated Zion Quinn. First time we've seen Zion Quinn in a while here. But before the match, Joe Gacy cuts a promo saying that the concept of Tool Alive promotes exclusion and more changes coming as this show is open to anyone and it is time to level up. So he pretty much uh, foreshadowed this last week. Quinn had the match one until Hartley gets involved, helps Casey enough for him to hit the handspring lariat for the win. We have another new beginning show for New Japan Pro Wrestling Strong as Hikaleo defeats the debuting Cody Chun. Um, Chun is a local there from Seattle. He's wrestled in Defy Wrestling, so he gets a pretty good reaction here. He's also appeared at AEW Dark in the past, but Hikaleo gets the win after a choke slam. Josh Barnett defeated Ren Narita with the armbar in a pretty good match here, and Finn Juice defeated Jonah and Bad Dude Tito with Finley rolling up Tito for the pin. On WWE main event, we have Vera Mahan defeated T-Bar in a rematch from a couple weeks ago, winning with a spike DDT, and Cedric Alexander and Shelton Benjamin defeated the team of Dolph Ziggler and Robert Roode, the Dirty Dogs, with Benjamin pinning Rood after the Pager. The WWE Network Editions of the Week was WXW Back to the Roots Part 2, as well as another episode of ICW Fight Club. That is it for me this week. You guys can catch me here next week for another episode of Shot in the Dark.